I'm Kimberly Amici. Welcome to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show to help you imagine, plan, and build your best family. We believe that the secret to having a happy family is not being perfect, but having purpose. Each week, I'll be sharing with you lessons I've learned and conversations I've had that will help you become who you want to be together. Today, I'm talking about why you should forget about setting goals. Now, we often hear that the best way to get into better shape, build a successful business, relax more or stress less, or have the family that we want is to set specific, measurable, and actionable goals. I love goals. I really do. I drag my husband kicking and screaming to set them every year. I've created smart goals. I've used power sheets and I've crafted affirmations about the things that I want to achieve in my life. And to a certain degree, it has worked. I mean, I've had reading goals, business goals, home goals, but funny enough, as I sit here, I actually can't remember the specifics of many of them. And if I'm honest, they haven't really been serving me lately. In fact, I've been feeling pretty miserable about them. That's because I had a lot of goals for 2020, of which I've lost sight of, probably like most of you have. I don't know about you, but thanks to the pandemic, I'm feeling a little bit aimless these days. Now, as a family culture coach, I write, I podcast, I speak. So each day I work at getting the word out about what it is that I do and I develop creative ways to share my message. I was planning some in-person events and I was laying the groundwork for a lot of collaborations in the early part of the year. But then the pandemic hit and many of the things that I'd been working towards have been put on hold and there's not even an indication of when they might come back. It's been so frustrating. And I was talking to a friend of mine who told me that I'm not the only one that feels that way. In her job, which is caring for the people in our church, she's hearing a lot of similar frustrations and a lot of similar stories. It's not just the grown-ups that are struggling. I've seen my kids experience the same kind of restlessness about what they thought they should be working on or what they're working towards. Spring sports season was canceled, and with it, my kids' desire to get out in the backyard to train. They've lost quite a bit of momentum when it comes to learning, but thankfully they're still bathing. You know, we've all been feeling a little bit of loss in the absence of our goals. So I got to thinking, what if we've been looking at this all wrong? What if the goals aren't the thing that gets us the life we want? What if what served us well in the past causes us to be unsettled in this uncertain time that we're all facing? James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, says, in the long run, the people who succeed are the ones who want to live the lifestyle that precedes the results. It's common to want results. It's rare to want the lifestyle. He is so right, and I can totally identify with what he's saying. For me personally, I want to experience the high of reaching my goals to be able to tell my people I did what I set out to do, but I've often found that it's not what it's cracked up to be. Even in the best of times, I'm good for short bursts of energy and momentum, but then that feeling that I have achieved something once I've arrived, it's fleeting. But I believe that there's a way that we can get back on track and create a culture that is sustainable and not dependent on what's going on around us, not dependent on whether or not we achieve our goals. And it has to do actually with ditching those goals and creating a rhythm, a routine, or a system that allows us to build the best family that we want. I love the idea of this because it takes the pressure off me to perform all the time. 
Building culture in our home is not about setting and achieving goals, but instead about making daily decisions and consistently taking steps that align with our values. Now, if we can make this shift, I think a few things will happen. Number one, I think that we'll be happier. We'll be able to enjoy our present more. Life doesn't get good once we've arrived or reached our goals. Life is good right now. It's good when we're living out our values. It's good in the mundane tasks that allow us to care for the people we love. And it's good when we have purpose. Back in 1992, the year I graduated high school, the 10,000 Maniacs released a song called These Are the Days. I loved that song and I played it over and over and over again with my friends. It was, I guess, my generation's coming of age anthem. Many of us took it to mean that we should live it up because this may be as good as it gets. But all the while, of course, we were thinking, once I go to college, once I start dating that guy or this girl or or make money or move out of my parents' house, that's when the real stuff of life happens. But I know better now. Looking back, I realized that we got it all wrong. It's not about getting to the goal. It's about leaning into and living our now life, no matter what it looks like. These are the days is now my culture building anthem. I find myself singing that song on the hard days when I'm taking care of my home, my kids, being faithful in the mundane tasks. I hum it in the moments that I celebrate when I see the fruit of the life I designed for me and my family. And number two, I believe it eliminates the frustration and self-doubt when we can't or don't achieve our goals. Now, it is not just a pandemic that has the ability to knock us off course. There are a number of reasons why we have to push pause on reaching our goals. And if the goals are the main thing, we can so easily get discouraged. Creating a lifestyle around what matters to us, that's building culture. That's going to provide success. It produces the results we want, no matter what goals we do or we do not achieve. We can put rhythms and routines in place that will keep us coming back to our values and our purpose, and that is way more powerful. Now, I know you might be saying, but goals work for me. Goals are how I achieve the things that I want to achieve. And I get that. I really do. But achieving a goal is only a momentary change. And if that's what you need, it's just a momentary change, go for it. But if you want a lifestyle change, if you want to build culture in your home, if you want to have a greater long-term impact, we've got to ditch the goals. So for example, imagine that you're in debt and you create a goal to pay it off. Now, if you're able to, for a short period of time, you could spend less and make a little bit of extra money here or there, and you'll pay off what you owe. And that's only for now, though, because if you don't create a budget and continue to use your credit card to buy things you can't afford, and work only when you feel like it. Soon, you'll be right back where you started, chasing that same goal instead of living a lifestyle that will allow for long-term success. When you solve your problem, only at a result level, you only solve them temporarily. To have the culture you want in your home, you need to solve problems at a lifestyle level. You'll actually achieve overall better results that way. Now, here are just a couple things that you can do to design a system, a lifestyle, routines, or rhythms, whatever it is that you want to call it, that will help you build your best family. Number one is going to be get back to basics. Now, this question you've heard me ask before, what is it that you want your family to be known for? What kind of experience do you want for you, your children, and the people in your life? This is where it all starts. It's the big idea behind the free family discussion sheet that I have on my website. If you haven't downloaded, go get it. 
I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But this question, understanding this, is how you start the culture building process. When you determine where you want to go, you can put a plan in place to get you there. If you don't, you're going to end up on autopilot, going with the flow, many times following what everybody else is doing, and not the things that you want to do that matter to you that you're passionate about. I want to end up somewhere on purpose, and I don't want to look back and wonder, how did I get here? Now, number two, determine your why to the questions that I just mentioned. Knowing your why is going to give you so much clarity. It will help you decide if what you think matters to you really does unpack it, discover that. In the past, I've done things with my family that were trending. Yes, I have. Things that um, my friends were doing. Things that I thought I should be doing. They weren't bad, but they just weren't rooted in anything that I was passionate about. And it didn't take long before I got distracted, lost momentum, and just gave up completely. And many times, if I had just considered why I was doing what I was doing from the start, I could have saved myself so much time and so much frustration. If you want to learn more about the power of why and the impact it has on building your family's culture, you can check out episode 24, Start With Your Why. Okay, I believe we're on number three, decide your how. As James Clear says, stop asking, what results do I want to have? And start asking, what lifestyle do I want to live? So here's the questions I think you should ask. What are you willing to do every day? What are you willing to do every week? What are you willing to do monthly? Now, it's great to say that you want to read 45 books in a year. I've done that before. However, if you're not willing to read every morning or every evening or listen to audiobooks on your commute, it's unlikely that you're going to reach that goal. However, if you decide that you're going to create a lifestyle, a rhythm around reading, you're going to achieve your goals. Actually, your goals are going to achieve themselves. Another example, if you want to stay more connected with your family, but you're not willing to chat once a week over Zoom, you probably won't be able to develop deep relationships. However, if you're willing and able to make this a part of your ongoing weekend routine, let's say talking to them every Sunday after dinner or every Saturday morning, those relationships will quickly develop. You won't even have to worry about, let's say, working towards that goal because you're already going to be getting where you want to be. In episode 34, we take a deep dive into the nitty-gritty of routines, rhythms, and habits. In this episode, we share tips that will help you with your system or the lifestyle that you want to stick. I think it's an excellent episode to listen to after you've figured out what that system is that you want to implement. Okay, and the last thing, number four, reevaluate your routines, your rhythms, your systems, your lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, reevaluate those as needed. Now, you may put some rhythms in place that just aren't a good fit for your family. You may not enjoy them, or they just may not work in whatever season that you find yourself in, and that's okay. You can go back and you can change them, or you can put them aside for a later time. Reevaluating where you are, what's working, and what isn't working is a great ongoing practice. We typically do this right before the holiday season at the end and the beginning of the school year as well. It's just really helpful to be constantly assessing Is what I'm doing working? And do I care about it? And do I want to keep doing it? Now, you don't have to give up completely on your goals. I will probably still be setting goals even after this podcast. But 
Keep in mind, you may start with a goal, but eventually that goal will become irrelevant if you're creating the rhythm that precedes the results you want. So when you fix the rhythms, when you fix the systems, when you engage in a lifestyle that you want, those goals will achieve themselves. I don't know about you, but I think that's great news. It feels like a lot less work than setting and working towards goals. Now, goals are useful for setting a direction, but rhythms are better for making progress. And a handful of problems will arise when you spend too much time thinking about your goals and not enough time designing those rhythms and routines and systems in the lifestyle that you want. Okay, so I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Are you a goal setter? Do you think getting rid of goals will help your family? Or do you think it's a really bad idea? We can talk about this more on Instagram and in the Build Your Best Family community group. If you'd like to connect beyond the podcast, you can find me over on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out and share the ups and downs of everyday life, what we get right and what we get wrong too. You can find me at at Kimberly Amici, and you can find the podcast at at Build Your Best Family. Remember, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose. <laughs>